Hi there. Welcome back to The Superintendent, the podcast where we talk about what really matters to superintendents. And we talk about re-emergence. Well, what does that look like for our staff, for our students, but also for ourselves? With us today is somebody who is, well, I would consider them an expert in this. Uh, he was the president of the Central Ohio Superintendents Association. Um, he's the superintendent for Upper Arlington School District and has been since 2013. Uh, he's the president-elect for the AASA. But most importantly, and this is where he really needs a medal, is because he's actually one of the four friends that Dawn has on Facebook. And quite honestly, <laughs> that's a terrifying feat. I, I, Paul, I have no idea. By the way, Paul, it's I'm an exclusive group. <laughs> it's an exclusive group, definitely. Yes, I'm proud uh, to be a part of it. <laughs> I, I have no idea. The, the, the imagination boggles, really. I have absolutely no idea what's going on there, and nor do I want to. Uh, so, um, and, and of course, uh, we have Dawn Bridges with us, uh, who's going to try and rein me in. Uh, I'm, so, I'm going to rein you in. And, uh, you know, this is a secret underground society on Facebook. You know, we have to be very right. careful who we're friends with. Right. So, so, Indeed. you know, why, which is why I'm not a part of it. That's okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Paul, how are you doing? How are you doing? You know, I'm doing, I'm doing well. I mean, I am doing well. I mean, it is, it has been, it has been an incredible year. Yeah. Um, and I think it's been a year where we have had to rely upon one another more than ever. Mm -hmm. And I think relationships and friendships among superintendents have been strengthened. Uh, because I just out, 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 out of, 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 of necessity. And so right. I am doing well, but I'm doing well because I have a great support system and I have right. people who care about me and help right. hold, and help hold, hold me up. I right. would not be doing well if I were on my own. That is for certain. Right. So what's your biggest priority uh, for your, for your district at the moment, for your staff, for your kids? What are, what are some of the things that you're thinking about? Well, as we're sitting here uh, to, to, today, we're finishing our first week of offering all in uh, uh -huh. for our students. Okay. So we are, we are coming up on one year of uh, when our governor first closed schools in Ohio. So it was uh, Thursday, March 12th at a press conference where the governor announced he was shutting down all schools in Ohio. They ended up being shut down for the remainder of the school year. That was the last day before spring spring break for us, and so we were mm -hmm. immediately shut down. Um, we started the school year in enhanced distance learning, uh, and then since September, we've been in a hybrid model with the exception of a few weeks in December where we had some staffing models. But Monday of this week, we transitioned to all-in learning for the students in our school-based pathway, and so uh, it has been a busy time for us to get ready for it. We were so excited to welcome the kids back on Monday, some right. of whom had not seen each other in just a long, long time. Oh so it was the first day of school in, 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 in early March. And mm. uh, in, in, in our district, we always call the first day of school Miracle Day. Uh, <laughs> and we celebrate it as such because yeah. of all the miracles, right, that happen in classrooms mm -hmm. when our kids and our teachers and staff are together. Wonderful, wonderful things happen in the lives of kids. And so uh, yeah. We celebrated uh, uh, another Miracle Day on Monday when we came back to All In. 
So that's Paul, can you share a little bit about how, um, you know, the numbers that you have back? Because I know that there's discrepancies sure. around how some can come back and some can't come out. And are you following six feet of distance? And so, um, you know, what has allowed you to get to where you are and how many, what percentage of students are back? Well, so we're jumping right into it. And so, uh, so we have about 63, 6,400 kids. Uh, about 1,000 of them are in the online academy uh, and the rest of the students are in our all-in model. Mm. Um, and so we, we made it clear that we're striving for three feet of, of a distance. We cannot maintain six feet in an all-in model. Um, mm. In our middle school classrooms, in our high school classrooms, uh, we, we often are able to maintain the, the three feet. At the elementary level, we are not. Uh, just mm -hmm. the nature of the educational experience at the elementary level, <laughs> distancing is just not possible. And so <laughs> we have doubled down on masking and yeah. hand, 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 hand washing. We have our own local uh, team of medical experts who have visited all of our buildings, looked at all the safety protocols. Uh, but there is one time a day that we maintain that six feet of, of, of distancing. And that's when our kids have lunch and take off masks. Right. Um, right. And so we have spread out and we have lunch in every corner of the building to make sure we can honor that uh, during, during lunch. But it's been a good week so far, but an enormous planning uh, to, to get to this point. Yep. Right. Military operation for lunch. I would say yes, <laughs> Andrew, definitely. <laughs> okay. So, um, I mean, we, we, we talk about... Um, I mean, the, the trauma that kids, uh, you know, are coming back to, you know, re-entering school with. But um, but do you want to talk a little bit about, so we're, we're talking about this for our kids, but what about us? What about, uh, you know, our soul care? What about, you know, us being able to model effective social and emotional, um, you know, concepts? What, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, before he starts, I'm going to just jump in because I was one of the fortunate ones. I know that a lot of superintendents are so busy and they were not able to jump on and watch AASA's NCE conference and Paul keynoted on it and it was amazing. So I'm going to just do that intro real quick because I can. So, yeah. okay, you can answer the question. Paul. <laughs> well, great. Well, well, you know what, Don, and, and thanks for, thanks for tuning in. And I love the work that I get to do with, with, with AASA, such an important uh, or, or, or organization. And, and, and I did have the opportunity to speak at the national conference and, and in the weeks leading up to the conference, my plan was to talk about, uh, the, the, the work of, of equity in our public schools, which is just, just, just incredibly important to me. Mm. Um, and so, I, and so I, I opened with that briefly, and then I transitioned to another topic because I just felt like it's not being talked about, and that is the well-being of the leaders in mm. our public schools and specifically of the superintendents. Um, mm. And I had been on a call with, our, with a COVID task task force, which is meeting nationally to talk about how do we recover from this. And the superintendent from the Virginia Beach Schools kind of paused the, paused the meeting at one point. It, this has been six weeks ago now, and just started talking about all the struggles that he's seen uh, with superintendents all over the country. And then this long conversation uh, went, went, went on from that. So that was really the, the event that said, okay, I'm going to talk about something uh, uh, a different, and so I introduced this concept that I uh, heard about from a friend called uh, soul, soul, soul care, and it's about how do we as leaders really care for our mind, a body, and soul 
Uh, and I think that, uh, I think it, 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 it was Alicia Keys that I think had come up with it originally. Um, but I was really fascinated by that. And so uh, what I did, and we can talk, uh, talk, uh, talk more about it, but I just feel it's so important for leaders because as I'm friends and colleagues with superintendents all over the country, uh, I know superintendents are servants by, by, by nature and really practice this whole whole uh, philosophy of leaders eat last. Right. And I think that during the pandemic, we have taken that a step further. And so where we are now is leaders aren't eating, right? right. And so I think we need to eat last, but we have to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so our, I think they're our, our leaders are starving. Right. And so I just felt this amazing call to talk about this and to bring this to the forefront. Because right. I just believe deeply, if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't serve our students and our staff and in right. our communities. And we've all been running uh, a marathon after marathon after marathon for a year without a break. Mm. And we've got to eat and we've got to right. eat. And so I shared some, uh, some more specific ideas uh, for how we can take some proactive steps to practice uh, soul soul care uh, in our lives so we can lead effectively. Yeah. So what are some of those kind of just tangible things that we can actually, that we can actually do? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, cause I know for, for us at right at school, we've been, we've been reading this book called the happiness advantage, which a is a great book. And isn't it? And I've been just like, oh my, every page has yeah. got something. I'm just like, I need to do this. And, you know, and there's this one chapter where, you know, so we have all these ideas that, you know, that, you know, we, uh, our careers are centered around us trying to be, you know, to try and reach that happiness. But actually what he talked about is turn that on its head. If you are, if you have a positive mindset and you're able to do all of the things, your job, then your job will grow and you uh, and so it becomes this thing rather than the other way around and, yeah. and so I've been fascinated reading this and you know so it gives some ideas but I'm, I'm really curious to see what, what some ideas that you have as well Paul. Well I, I gave three steps right okay. and uh and and so the first step was to make a soul a a a, a soul care plan right. make a right. plan write right. it down Mm-hmm. Um, and so these, these can be simple things like, you know, some of the things I'm doing and, and you hear just a, a lot about this, you know, I try to work out every, ever, every morning. It really puts me in the right head, yeah. head space. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and so that, that is, 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 is critical. Um, I try to stop looking at my phone and my, and, and, and my email after about nine yeah. o'clock at night, uh, because, you need time to power down to turn off so you can actually rest, right? And I'm no good to anyone if I can't rest, right? Um, I've been trying to be really intentional about scheduling time, right? To to do things that bring me joy, right? Uh, That can be Mm -hmm. just making sure I have time to Zoom with with both of my kids who are in college or or with a a, a friend or having a date night with, with, with my wife, but I think right. we, we, we have to schedule things even in the pandemic we can look forward to. Um, right. Trying to carve out time to have lunch every day, right? <laughs> huge right. Thing, Isn't that right? hard? But, it's so hard. <laughs> you know, but, but, the, but the first step is let's make a plan, right? right. And, uh, and there were a group of us as superintendents who did this uh, together in, 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 in January. 
Uh, and that'll lead me to my second part of, of, of my steps, which is, which is to, 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 to be accountable. Right. And so what this group of superintendents did is we made our plan and then we shared it with, 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 with each other and we kept up with each other about what was going mm-hmm. well and what, and what wasn't, right? Yeah. I don't know how many times I have made a plan and not told anyone about it. Right. Well, you know, it's really easy not to follow through when it's a secret. But you know what? <laughs> as soon as you share that with some friends and you've yeah. got people who actually really, really care about you, who are saying, how are you doing? So did you work out? Did you take time for lunch? Did you turn off your phone, Same. right? So I think that the accountability part is really, really key. Yeah. And then the third part, and this was the third step, and I think this is scary. And so before I shared this, I actually did it uh, because I wanted to make sure I was practicing what, what I was preaching. Uh-huh. Uh, so, the, so the third step is to share your journey, right? And so what I did, we have our, our leadership team here, and Don knows them. They are an amazing group of people and I love them. She always so, talks about how she wants to go and work for you. And- I know. <laughs> I want to work for her. So yeah, Don is actually a member of, 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 of our team. So anyway, just so you know, but um, so what I did uh, with our whole team is I shared my journey with them, right? And I shared the steps I was taking, right? Mm. Um, because I think as leaders too often, we mm. try to pretend that we have mm. all the answers mm. and that and that we don't struggle. Right. Um, and when and when we do that, I think the other leaders in the organization feel like they have to have all the answers and they aren't allowed to struggle. Right. And 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 I told this story. I'm going to tell it again now uh, that I was embarrassed by. And again, I think we have to be open in these things. And uh, this happened in late January, and I'm not proud of it, but it happened. Um, I was in the midst of a phone call uh, with a great friend uh, and I was venting about some things because I was frustrated and this friend just stopped me and they said, this is not you. And I said, what do you mean? And they're like, you sound angry, uh, bitter and judge, 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 judgmental. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that the last couple of times we have talked, this Mm -hmm. is not you. And I need to call you on this, right? And I mean, I broke down on this call because right. <laughs> right. I mean, that isn't me. Don, Don, Don knows me. That isn't me. Right. But right. I was changing in a bad way because of all the experiences around me. And that experience really woke me up um, and really uh, for me was transformational in that I need, I need to take care of me. If not, mm-hmm. I'm going to quickly become a person I don't want to be. Right. And I'm not going to be able to lead, uh, lead in an effective way. Right. So I shared, I shared that struggle with the team, yeah. you know, and we have an amazing team and we're authentic with, 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 with each other and real. But I think as leaders, if we really want to set the example, we have to be honest, right? Yeah. About what's going well and what's not. Right. Um, and so superintendents across the country are struggling, mm-hmm. right? Principals are struggling. Teachers are struggling, but we can't struggle alone. We have right. to lock arms, right? We have to lift each other up and right. the pandemic's not over yeah. and the recovery is going to take time. 
Uh, and this is something we're only going to be able to work through if we hang together. So I thought these simple steps were important yeah. oh just God. to shining a light on the issue, right? right. And to making it and to make it okay to eat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank leaders you for eat thank less, you for but leaders do eat. So Yes, and yeah. and thank you for being courageous and sharing that. And and I can say it it frightens me even to turn on Twitter on every, you know, morning because you know, I keep seeing all these, you know, superintendents who've decided to retire. Yeah. or people who are leaving the field at every level within yeah. in education. And, and that's super scary. Um, but I hope you know that by sharing that story and by taking that step um, as a leader, it, it is making an impact. And as a matter of fact, I happen to be on a call with another superintendent in Ohio that I did not think at all would have been a part of your little thing. And I started to talk about you and you know, this soul care, the project that you were doing. And he said, I know I was a part of it. And it was so impactful because of the accountability piece. Right, and he said right. the same thing, like the eating lunch, right. the, the most, the littlest thing made the biggest amount of change yeah. in them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is a very lonely position. Um, but thank you for the work and the service that you are doing. Yeah. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Thank you. you know, the accountability piece. I mean, you know, I think about, you know, the fact that you have somebody who's able to call you out on something as well, which, by the way, is not easy. But, no. you know, the, but the hardest thing to do is often the best. Right. And so it's like, you know, being able to have that person who's going to challenge you and say, hey, this isn't you. I'm seeing a big change in the way that you're acting. And and of course, you know, we keep coming back to this idea that we've got to be able to model this for our kids mm -hmm. as well and our staff you know there's just so much going on there that you know and it's the idea of like breeds like you know if we're yes, honest and if we're open and if we say hey you know this is me then that help that encourages them to be this mm -hmm. is me, you know, and e even just anyone listening who's like, you know, in, the, in that boat of, you know, they're kind of getting beaten up and they're kind of thinking, you know, this is way too much for me. You know, the very fact that you've been able to kind of say and open that out for people who need to hear that, mm -hmm. you know, that sh shines a light on that. And, and that is when we can truly help no. each other. And you know what, Andrew, you said something, all of that was good, but that whole sense of when you get to that point in some days, and we all have reached this point multiple times where yeah. it's too much. Right. Right. We have to name that, right? And we oh, have yeah. to say that and we right. have to have, and we've talked about here. So we've talked about that here on our team about when we have those moments and it's too much, we have to give each other a pass, right? Mm. And let that person step back. Maybe it's an hour, maybe it's a day, but we have to have each other's backs because when you get to the point where it's too much and you try to push through that, you make errors. Right. Right. right? And right. then, and it's then called a war for cleaning a reason. Those up, right? <laughs> cleaning those things up takes even more time. So it just yeah. makes sense to give yourself that break when you yeah. need to do that. And quite yeah. frankly, that's happened to me a number of times uh, throughout the, the pandemic. And mm. sometimes it's just a half a day where I'm just like, okay, I got to step out for half a day. I need, yeah. I need yeah. a half a day here or else. And that is okay. Or else it's not going to be good. And it okay. has to be okay. That, that is okay. not a weakness. Being able yes. to be self-aware is not a weakness to say, no. I, need, I need a day. 
I need a break. Yeah. This is feeding the soul, right? Right. And that right. can be just, yeah. Right. Do what and you this, need to do. And especially when you're in that, you know, just digging your way through and it's that constant, <laughs> you, you can't yeah. see around you, can you? You just end mm -hmm. up in that. And so you need other people around you to be able to say, hey, get your head out of that hole. <laughs> I have to yeah. say, though, part of this has got to be <clears throat> exciting, like a very exciting time to be in education, right? I mean, mm -hmm. And probably a very exciting time, although very difficult and challenging, a very um, amazing time to be a leader. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what? And you have to think about, right, what an honor it is, like in the midst of the biggest crisis in our world in a century, right, we get to lead, right? right. We right. get to be in a position to make a difference for kids and for families and for staff and for our, 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 our and, and, and for our entire communities. And, mm. and one of the things I've said to superintendents uh, sp specifically in my role with AASA, I mean, I really believe uh, educators have been amazing, but when I talk specifically to superintendents, superintendents uh, really have been some of the only leaders uh, at the local level, mm. you've had to make choices mm. and make and, and, and make mm. and 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 make the decisions, right? And superintendents across the country have done that with amazing heart and amazing yeah. strength, based upon facts. When they've been hit from all sides, but they've kept leading every day, and I think that is leadership. And superintendents have been heroes in, in all of this. And I believe yeah. when the book is written yeah. on the pandemic, we're going to look back on what's happened at the local school level. And we're yeah. going to say that has been amazing and we can That's learn it. from it. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing I know superintendents are saying around the country is, so as we're starting to look at coming out of this, which is exciting, we're not going to go back to the way we were before, right? We have learned so much. We, we are going to be trans, trans, transformed by this, right? And how are, how are we going to be so much better for our kids and for our staff and our communities on the other side of this? And that's exciting. And, and I'm starting to see that, that light at the end of the tunnel and yeah. I think that we are going to feel that uh, that uh, that excitement start to build mm -hmm. as we start to see life after a pandemic. Absolutely. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. I honestly, I yeah, I need to read more of this apparently. Uh, but uh, yes, that's so, a great so book. You're right. It is, you... it is a good book. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we're so excited to to hear what's happening in our farms. It's just. Uh, it's just fantastic and we truly truly appreciate you and all thanks the stuff the you're doing there and uh yeah thanks so much and, you're the best. Uh, join... thanks for being my friend <laughs> yeah thank you very much on, on facebook she, otherwise thanks she wouldn't have a fan club and then she'd be a little sad <laughs> i am the so, president uh... <laughs> So, yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for being with us here today. Join us next time as we continue to talk about what, well, what reemergence looks like for us, for our staff, for our kids. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you then.